I don't know how to do that. I need someone to come and help me. Really, we just need to drag Rob out here and, like, make a show of things. But he's Roberto, so we won't get to see him again until winter's over. Tomo arigato, Mr. Mr. Roberto. Roberto. <laughs> you done, Oda? No, not, not yet. All right. Okay, are you ready? All right, and I think I'm ready. So we had to take an extra long hiatus because of holidays, and I don't know if anybody saw the photo of what happened to my laptop, but... Stanley did it. Dog and fiance fighting versus laptop, laptop loses, and it took them about a month to fix my laptop, and we used my stuff to record on, so we didn't really have a way to do it, and then I used Fiverr and got us a new logo that I think is pretty awesome, so you guys have already seen that, I've uploaded to all the socials, uh, but that, we had some other stuff too, we had other technology breaking. Cause yeah, it was, a, it was a nightmare there for a minute, but, and it was when said laptop came to its demise. We were literally getting ready to record, and I was horsing around with Stanley. And uh, we're both big people, Stanley and I. Mm-hmm. And uh little bastard tripped me. Kind of flattened the computer. Yeah, really flattened the computer to the point where, like, the screen was bent. Yeah. Not just broken, but bent. Yeah, it came to an untimely death, but that computer was a piece of shit anyway. It's the same computer. <laughs> they just replaced the screen. I know. I and this computer my... is brand new. I was trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> well, you, know? you don't get to, okay? The guilt is enough, <laughs> but we're back. We literally were like, he had 10 minutes left of we were going to review um, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and he had 10 minutes left, and he just didn't, he went squirrel mode and started playing with the dogs, and I asked him like twice, please don't play in here, I'm doing something for our wedding on the laptop, and... Okay. They don't want to hear, they, they don't need to hear, like, the... the they're like getting the play-by-play. Super details. They're getting the play-by-play. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. Proceed. That oh, was, you're done. That was a play-by-play. Really? Okay. I asked you not to do it. You did it anyway. And boom goes the laptop. And what? I'm the only one to blame in this? Stan doesn't get to harbor some of the guilt himself? He's a dog. Oh, no. He's more than a dog. Right, but he can't understand English. See, I think you're wrong there, too. Because he... I, I get a lot of head tilt. Like, maybe what I'm saying is so stupid that even dogs like, dude, you're an idiot. But <laughs> I don't think that that is the case. It's possible. So, we both watched Sabrina. Neither of us were really big fans. And then, you know, after having a month break, we decided that we didn't really want to review it because we'd have to rewatch it. And neither of us really wanted to do that. Sabrina absolutely sucked. Yeah, it was, it was pretty worse. bad. It was worse than the first time around. The first no, I loved the first time around. The first time around was all right. But it was only all right, like, in the month of October. It was like no, I love it was Sabrina. like October ish, kind of like what is that movie? Halloween Town. Halloween Town's great too. Don't even. What about the other one, Hocus Pocus? Also great. I mean, Hocus Pocus is probably the best of the three, True. but they're all generally intolerable outside of the month of October. No, because Sabrina was a year-round thing. It wasn't just an October like a Halloween special, but it was very campy and silly, and I like that Sabrina versus very dark and murdery. It's Which is weird, because that's kind of my normal personality. It's like dark and murdery. It's one of those October bad boys. It comes around once a year, but when it's here, it tells you what's going on. You know what I'm saying? No. They do. Okay. It was written by the same people who wrote Riverdale, which is like the dark Archie comics. So I watched Riverdale for a full season and started the second one and heavily regretted starting it. So I haven't been back, and I'm fine with that. Just sounds like the dark arts. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on, over the Christmas break, I got a chance to go to lunch with one of my friends who lives up in Northern California, and I don't get to see very often. We were talking about the podcast, and she was talking about how she lives in a house with a lot of people, so she watches everything on subtitles, and I was like, me too! Brian hates it! 
watch everything with subtitles. She's like, yeah, you should check out, if, since you're a fan of subtitles, you should check out this show. It's called Rita. It's Norwegian. No, it's not Norwegian. It is Norwegian because they are speaking Nordic. It's not Norwegian. Talk means thank you in Nordic. Danish. There's, they're, it's from Denmark, and they're speaking Danish. I think that it's Nordic. I think IMDb doesn't lie, and I'm looking at it right now, and they're Danish. I disagree. It's an older show. It's on, We found it on Netflix, but it's a Danish show, and it's on Scandinavian TV, and it's in its fourth season. We started with the first season, and I'm going to kick it to Bryant to do his weird synopsis. Ready? Go. All right, so what happened was you got this, this, this like, this woman, right? And she's like, she's like, she's like the Danish, question mark, Danish Cameron Diaz, okay? From Bad Teacher. And she's kind of like a little edgy. She's got like an annoying pupil. And she's like, you know, a brat. And she doesn't hold back, you know? She keeps it real. But then the pupil goes like, well, you act like you're 14. Maybe that's why adults don't like you. And then she's like, oh, fuck, this like 14-year-old is actually right. Anyway, it was great. Left out like ninety percent of the show. I know. I just kind of jumped right there, pretty much to the end. Yeah, but you basically it, only talked about the like, end of the episode. The best. Okay, so let's let's do this. What's your favorite storyline, dynamic, relationship? I like the person? sibling dynamic. So she, so it's about a teacher who's good at teaching, and that's about it. Her personal life is a mess, and it kind of like doesn't flat out say that. It kind of just starts to show it, where like she's actually pretty good in class. She does have one student who thinks she's better than everybody. And she's the only teacher that will put that student in place. The student's name was Rose, I believe. Yep. But my favorite dynamic is when she goes home to her kids. She has three kids. Two have graduated high school. One's still in high school that she teaches at. Or the school that she teaches at, rather. They seem to cover everything from, like, third grade. Third grade all the way through high school. All the way through high school graduation. But... At one point, she's at home with her kids, and it's her son and her daughter. Everybody keeps telling the son he's gay, and he's like, I'm not. I have a girlfriend. I'm not. He is. Yeah. Shocker. Absolutely gay, as can be. But it was cool. It was, I, I, you know the part that I like. You, it's like the kids, they, the kids, all the kids, all this kid, this kid will eat. Um, what's his name? Jep. Yeah, he's the Jep. All this kid Jep will eat is a like a a wheel of brie cheese. Oh, and then he vomited and then he all over vomits, himself. He vomits oh. on the bus and he pukes in his in the sleeve of his long sleeve shirt, this button down shirt that he's wearing. So gross. Then he gets off the bus and standing there waiting for him, being friendly and trying to talk to him is his man crush, and. Uh, that he's still very in denial about having a crush on at, at, at that this, point. At this point in time, yeah. And it was it was awkward and it was cringe worthy. Absolutely cringe worthy and disgusting because there was so much vomit in his shirt. And his shirt was white. So I gross. Been, I mean, I would have already had that shirt off walking down the street shirtless and tossed that thing in the bushes. Right. I think that was his again. plan. But he right when he got out, the guy thought he was waving at him because he had his hand up trying not to spill it. Yeah. I also think I would have just vomited on the back of the bus. I don't think I would have. You know? What are they going to do? Kick you off the bus? No, I don't know. Maybe they arrest you there for that. We don't know. Uh, that's a good point. Maybe Here, so. everyone just goes, damn. Yep. That's an average Tuesday in LA. Yep. Gross. That's why no one takes the bus in LA. If they can avoid it. Yep. So there was that. Um, and then she has the daughter. Yeah. Who 
I'm confused about. She's supposed to be in college, but like she's not going back. And then she has a boyfriend, but he dumped her. And we haven't, we'll see more of her, I'm sure, and get more of her character. There's going to be an interesting storyline there. But during the first episode, it was kind of like, eh? Yeah. And then there's the son that comes home from college. He's the, well, he's the one that's, I think he's coming home from college, but he's also getting married. Right, but he was not, he kept calling, and this could just be like a bad translation, but he kept calling his, currently, his girlfriend's parents in-laws, and then he made a big deal about like not telling people that they're engaged because he hasn't told anyone yet. So I think, I kept thinking about that, I'm like, it might just be a bad translation, where like, here, if you say in-laws, it's because you're, you're married. Yeah. I, I think that you're you're probably spot on there because they're you know obviously you're not in laws at that point right but at the same time you know. and then she and Rita ended up like in high school dating her yeah. son's girlfriend's dad yeah and you know they hint that you know she's still in love with him and and whatever and they kind of make it seem like it's vice versa too like yeah it's, it's like it's a mutual thing yeah there's there's something there. That hasn't developed yet. I mean, we're only on the first episode, but you know, clearly there's that is going to be in the direction that we're heading. And then the other mom like hated Rita, and so did the dot, the future daughter-in-law. The other mom. She was mean. She was she was the worst example of a human being. Yeah, and the daughter's mean as fuck. The yeah, future the, daughter-in-law, she's, she's mean. Just, she is just like her. Yeah. Just like her mom. Where she's just like, do we have to stay at your mom's house to the to the son? It's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, it'd be over. Yeah. If you said that to me, like when we first started dating. Well, I mean, that it'd be a little be... weird for us to stay at your parents' house when they live like ten minutes away. That yeah. would be weird. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But as far as like, if your parents live far away and we we're going to visit them, it's like, yeah, we either if they have the room to house us, we stay with them. If not, but we're definitely gonna stay for a while. Right can't just hang out with one side of the family that doesn't work right people that act like that regardless of you know where you are in the world is wrong it just makes my skin crawl there's there is no faster way for you to get a punch in the face from me than to act like that kind of douchebag that that mother is and the dad just kind of seems like he's lost lost and along for the ride he doesn't seem much he happier. seems stuck yeah he, he doesn't seem much happier than rita to be honest with you so it's a and then Rita sleeping with the principal. That was my favorite dynamic. I think that's fucking hilarious. Well, I just love how she held it over him. She's just like totally. Oh, you're you're you're, you're gonna suspend me? What are, what is everyone gonna do when you find out that you're sleeping with me in your classroom? Absolutely. Nonetheless, I don't know. Maybe they can lock their school doors, but we weren't allowed to lock school doors. Like teachers couldn't know one did. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, we locked our school doors. Did you? Not while well, class was in session, right? Because they, you know, obviously the doors have to be open. Right, for emergencies and stuff. For emergencies and stuff, but yeah. Well, my high school is weird. We didn't even have phones in the, in the classrooms. That is very weird. And this was like just when cell phones were starting, so it wasn't like everyone just had their cell phone. Like if you had an emergency, you had to run down the hallway to, well, depending on what floor you were on, you had to run up or down and then down the hallway to the front desk, which the first time I could get a cell phone, my mom gave me one because she was just like, if something goes wrong, like yeah. that's trouble in the making. Yeah. Back in, back in high school, my, my two best friends are senior year, um, right in the middle of midterms. 
right? This story's gonna go wrong so quickly. <laughs> then we ran around. I'll edit this out, but what two friends? No, don't don't edit it out. At all. No, I'm gonna I'm edit gonna, it out. The I'm what not two friends? Tell you, but you know who they are. But anyway, they ran around. There's two things. One, they ran around and put like poop super glue and epoxy in all the locks on the math building so that we didn't have to take our math midterm and it didn't work we ended up still having to take our math midterm shocker we didn't they we didn't get into the classrooms until about noon so that was cool the the school just had the teachers have us sit us out class or outside right you know the other one was we got we got pigs and we got chickens and we released them on campus in the quad, right? Oh, poor animals. And on the pigs, we numbered them, right? Yeah, that's like an old Texas A&M thing. Did you steal that from your dad? I didn't. I had nothing to do with that one. But I know who did. It was epic. Anyway. I enjoyed it. You were a derelict then. You're a derelict now. I mean, I, I was just I was just a bystander. I'm not saying I was innocent, but I was definitely a bystander for most of the just remember your mom listening to this podcast. Hey, and these my my mom does more <laughs> than most moms. At this point she's not surprised. Me too. Anyway, so going back to the show. Yep. From your little tangent of fun. Yeah, what it's all about. So like the dynamic between Rita and Portis. Oh the, the new the, teacher the, the, the that's new like teacher. super upset that like it's hard to be a teacher and I yeah. just I loved how when she Rita had a meeting with the um with the spoiled kid who like Every class is like, my mom says, and is clearly the smartest person in the room, but she wants everyone to know it. She had a meeting with her because the parents were complaining about her picking on her kid. And she went in like saying that she was going to apologize and everything. And then she didn't because right before that, she ran into Hortus, the new teacher who was like crying in the stock room because Rosa was so mean to her. So when she walked in, she was just like, you know, your daughter's annoying. <laughs> they were like, uh, what? And the husband was like, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. he actually is kind of annoying. <laughs> and... And the husband goes, we've talked about this <laughs> to the wife. And the wife just looks like full of murder and rage. But Rita kind of throws it back in their face. Like, you're saying I pick on your daughter, but your daughter makes teachers cry and that's okay? And they're like, oh, shocked. And she's like, no, you're yeah. not. Like, that's fake. Yeah. That, I think my the best part for me about that was when she just got up and said, okay, and walked out. Yeah. That was that was great. I wish I could do that in some of my meetings. meetings. Okay. I don't really have meetings that go that bad. But, you know, we both have completely different jobs. Yeah, completely. But anyway, I thought that was cool. I like that she, like, stands up for people. The, the scene in the that you were talking about where Rose comes, Rose or Rosa, I don't remember, comes to Rita, and Rita's basically calling her on her shit, and Rose is calling her on her shit. They're in a bathroom. Yeah. And it ends with all of this graffiti that's basically just making fun of the teacher, Rita. And so, of course, she lights up a cigarette in the middle of the, the bathroom stall and looked somewhat depressed. And then the episode kind of ended. It was a really good 43-minute show. It's a little bit hard because I, even though I do watch everything on subtitles, I generally do two or three things at once. I'm never just straight up watching TV. And you know this because you'll come in and like I'll be playing a time management game or I'll be doing wedding stuff or surfing the internet generally for random crap. But I'm never just watching TV. And so with this show, I found myself like checking the group chat and like, you know, texting friends back. And then I'd be like, oh, I just missed five minutes. And then I'd have to rewind and watch it. And I just kept finding myself like squirrel, as we call it in this house, kept finding myself squirreling out. (laughs) And I really like this show and I'm definitely going to keep watching it. But it's not going to be a show that I can watch without effort. (laughs) Yeah, it's I, I think it's great. 
and it's cool to see how how the Danes do their TV. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're definitely. I like it's got international like, TV. It's, it's different. It's it's got like an indie indie movie kind of feel to it, but it's a TV show that has like these these pan cuts between between um between scenes. Right. Like that, you know, they're con- they're constantly coming down from from an aerial view to the school to establish, you know, different different scenes and environments. So it's very it's it's interesting. I noticed that. I don't really notice that when I watch American TV or American movies, but for for this one, I felt like I was studying the production a little bit more while also following along. I think it's great. I think the it's great too. The dialogue is fantastic. The dialogue is so well written, and it kind of made me mad that I didn't understand Danish because me too. you know that there's things lost in translation, but even the things that are lost in the translation. They were still hilarious and on point. Yeah. Muse writers are amazing. And I mean, like I said, I'm definitely going to keep watching. There's four seasons, so we've got a lot of watching to do. Right. But it's a good show, and uh, I highly recommend it, especially if you like watching things with subtitles and you're okay with foreign languages. I liked it better than some of the other shows we've watched with subtitles. Uh, one of the biggest ones that me and Bryant have contention over is Narcos. Mm-hmm. I hate Narcos, and I'm going to tell you why. Like I said... I do two things at once. So Narcos, I get tricked because they're talking in complete English. And so I go back to like doing my thing and ignoring things. And then I notice like it's 20 minutes later and they've been talking in Spanish for the past 10 minutes and I'm completely lost. And I'm just like, ugh. And so the switchback kills me. I almost do better if the show is completely not in English. Like if it's anime that's not dubbed over, I'm fine with that. When they switch back and forth between English and non-English, you just lose me completely. Well, I... You know, obviously we it's a kind of contentious right between not on our narco thing. Yeah, our narco. You know what I'm saying? Lack but, of watching. But um I think I think narcos is great. The Pablo Escobar narcos <laughs> is the best. I haven't watched the the new the new one, Narcos I Mexico or whatever. To be honest with you, I'm not all that interested because nobody besides Tony Montaña can hold a candle to Pablo Escobar when it comes to that game. It's like talking about the twenties and not not giving Al Capone the the crown. You know what I'm saying? But it it's a it's a good show. You just have to pay attention. And when you do pay attention, holy shit, hold on to the ride. Yeah. Because there's it's it, it gets nuts real quick. I the other one that I like and I've been watching is uh, Club of Crows or Club de Subas. I like Club of Crows. That that's another international, right? That's Mexican, right? Mexican, Mexican TV. Yeah. It's kind of a Mexican telenovela, but not as um extreme as most tele. Like it's uh, when I think of telenovelas, I think of better soap operas. That show is not really soap opery. It's more just dramatic. Like so dramatic. It, it's kind of like something you'd watch on Channel Seven or you know any of the two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven show. Not nine. Like something mind. on UPN. Not UPN. UPN doesn't <laughs> even exist anymore. WGN, the Superstation. WGN isn't UPN. UPN became. I don't know. CBS. No, no. You, it, uh, uh, whatever Channel Thirteen is is what UPN was. My TV. It, you're right. It's My TV. Damn right. It was the worst TV show besides KCAL 9. <laughs> KCAL 9 out in here in LA literally would just play uh, this terrible, terrible show that if you lived in Los Angeles or actually if you lived in the state of California, you get to watch. So I actually listened to a podcast called California True Crime and they were talking about their love for Hugh Hauser and his shitty TV show. And I'm just like, no! <laughs> I hated Hugh Hauser. Hugh Hauser is like a hero in California. He basically just toured California and went over historical parts of it and then like talked about how great it was and when teachers in school were too lazy to teach you 
we watched like nine hours of freaking Hugh Hauser. So he is my least favorite person on TV. I don't blame you. It's uh, my whole fifth grade class met him at an airport. Who knows? But he's still the worst. But I I don't know. The Club of Crows is really good. Rita, I'm gonna add to my add to the list until I finish it. Same. Um, I don't know, man. The the writing right now in television is really really strong. It is and it isn't. Like because it, it's either really good, like Game of Thronesy kind of. You writing. don't even watch Game of Thrones, I, and neither do I. I have, so, but I I I read the book, yeah, so there isn't a hit show like that. That epic. Yeah, but I feel writing. like this is a whole different rant, or not rant, but I, a whole different discussion. I feel like HBO shows because they have HBO stamped on them are automatically those types of shows. Because I didn't get it with The Sopranos. I didn't think The Sopranos was that great. Hold your tongue. Nope. I, I generally do not like HBO shows. I think they take forever to get where they're going. I think they're more complicated than they need to be. And that's one of my biggest problems with like a lot of the TV that's on right now is they tend to make it more complicated than it needs to be. Um, there's this show called Manifest that I had a feeling was going to be bad, but I gave it a chance. And then once I gave it a chance, I was like stuck for five episodes. And I recently just deleted it all from our DVR and deleted the, the series recording. Because Manifest is definitely one of those shows where they're trying so hard to almost make it like lost that they're making it so over the complicated that like, it just better be about aliens and then you know what make it about aliens and make it about aliens like two episodes ago and stop it but there's really great shows like single parents and um i just started watching one last night called fam that are like 30 minutes long hilarious incredibly well well written so it's not the typical like 30 minute comedy where the characters are all cookie cutters and no one really has depth those characters have depth and are great and then there's our ever favorite God friends and me, which is just better and better each and every Seriously, week. Seriously, how do you keep doing it? Whoever the writer is. I follow the writers on Twitter. God bless you. Because you... They troll everyone. You keep... Like, somehow, they've taken this concept and turned it into this, like, captivating show that you have to watch. We... Okay, all right. I got a bone to pick. They know, anybody who follows the Twitter account I knows. Know. I got a bone to because pick. Because I put it on Twitter before, and since you don't follow our Twitter account, do you not. do not know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't Twitter by principle. DirecTV sold me out, man. Anyway, the God, God friended me, or I'm sorry, my bone to pick with you. It's about God friending me, so you're we not wrong. We have one show. There's, we have two. The, well, really, there's only one show. Where we sit down, like, religiously and watch it together. Oh, by the way, all these puns, totally intended. But the, she watched that shit without me. She watched it without me. And then all of a sudden, she didn't even tell me. There wasn't even, like, a courtesy, (laughs) like, hey, you know, I was sick. And, you know, I was laying in bed. And, you know, I watched God Friended Me, you know, without you. That would be fine. But then I had to find out. Because it was grayed out in the DVR, which only means one thing. She watched it without me. So she gets no slack. She's sick. None. No sympathy whatsoever. You know, it's... I mean... It's, uh, it, it's been... We've, we've actually fought about this for like three days. It was not three days. It was like three hours. You and I do not have attention uh, spans. We've been fighting for three days. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. You know. I thought it was not, over. We've been fighting. Simmer down, Stan. Uh, Stan is getting restless for being stuck in a room with us. Get it, Stan. Our voices are annoying. I understand you, bro. But, yeah. So, the funny part about that is the next morning, I was talking to the group chat about, like, how 
mad you were going to be off the table, how mad you were going to be that I watched it without it. And then I was thinking about, you know, I was playing around on Twitter and the God friend and me writers have an account. A lot of the show writers have accounts now. And they put like something about, don't you love when you sit down to watch God friend and me and it makes you cry. And so I tweeted with that and I said, every time. And then I put in there, oh, please, no one tell Bryant that I watched this without him. And so when he got home and he started watching TV and he was like, oh, you watched God Friend of Me. I'm like, did you see our tweet? And he's like, no, it's grayed out. So basically, if anybody who listens, like, knows people at DirecTV, you know how, like, on Outlook, if you open up an email, you can click it and say Mark is unread? That's what we need for direct TV. So you'll never know when I accidentally watch something without you. No, there's no accidentally anything, okay? It was completely done on purpose. I wasn't feeling good. I couldn't sleep. There was nothing else to watch on the DVR. I had watched everything that is mine. And I definitely wasn't going to watch like nine sets of UFC fights. So Maybe if you kept some good things on the DVR to rewatch in a situation like that, then you wouldn't... We'd be out of DVR space? No, you just freak (laughs) out if the DVR is over 30%. It is. It's all your UFC fights that I can and will delete. They're all staying. You know, so basically both of us are thumbs up for Rita. Both of us say that you should check it out. Like I said, it's on Netflix. Just be aware that it's not in English at all. There is no Netflix option to dub it. So just be prepared to read. But it is a great, hilarious TV show. If you need a good laugh and need to watch someone else's life be a mess, I strongly suggest Rita. You agree? Do. Okay, so the next thing is we got our new logo. We need you guys to rate and subscribe. We need you guys to tell people about us, get the word out. Um, We do have some people that have been listening to us on Twitter and stuff. So thank you guys for that. Uh, there's a couple podcasts that have been like sharing us. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you. And and by the way, this, this show was recommended to us by a listener. It was. So we, we are totally open to watching anything that you guys think that we should talk about. Yeah, thank you for the recommendation, Becca. We really appreciate it. And we will argue over anything so i mean send us something good so we want to do um both like we have been we've been doing both scripted and reality we're going to try and do uh depending on what happens like right now a bunch of great reality shows just came out so i was like yeah there's like 12 reality shows i want to review definitely check out Lindsay lohan's beach club if you are a 90s person do not do that don't do it even miley cyrus says it's great you know i live by miley do not do that so good you have been warned did you watch it i got through five minutes i changed anyway I love Lindsay Lohan from Speech Club. So send us your suggestions, please. If you don't want to send us an email, you can just tweet at us, and I'll put all of the links in the show notes. Uh, our email address is mademewatch at gmail.com. Send us emails. And we have a lot on the, the little horizon that we've been thinking about. There's some alien shows that Brian may, may, might make me watch, which he's team alien, and I don't care. Alien. And we've got some great reality shows that I'm going to make Brian check out. One of them is uh, Cartel Crew which is pretty interesting. It's a new reality show on VH1, which is a weird place to have a reality show. There's some Made in Staten Island on on MTV. There's some Lindsay Lohan Beach Club. There's some Made in Chelsea on Hulu that everybody should go watch. There's Million Dollar Listing. Million Dollar Listing just came back, which is always great. So check it all out. Uh, Let us know what you guys think we're not watching, what we need to watch more of. And you know what I was missing the other day? I was missing... TNT in USA used to have such great scripted TVs and they don't have any anymore. USA has gone back to being completely like wrestling and TNT is just like complete reruns. Yeah. I'm sad about it. 
I miss those. Like, I used to watch a lot of TNT in USA. That was, like, 90% of my scripted shows. TNT is kind of, other than other than your random basketball game, right? It's TNT. just Law & Order. TNT is basically like TV Land for the 90s. No, it's just Law & Order. It's only Law & Order. It's the Law & Order Network. Yeah, it's the Law & Order Network. That's called ID, friends. No, no, ID is docuseries. No. True crime docuseries. Okay. Uh, there's actually a Amazon special coming out that's about Lorena Bobbitt, so if you are a true crime fan, you should watch that. I don't know if it's good or not. Don't judge me. Bad. And, yeah. Any recommendations that we haven't talked about? I, I, I think we just about nailed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been real. It's been fun. But it's been real fun. Okay, bye bye